We're back. Another edition of Give Me the Money podcast with you boys. Happy Joe. Joe's been going to the gym. Yeah, back in it. Back in it, you know. Got to get back on the grind. Got a little, uh, little uh, alcohol baby going on right now, but got to get rid of that. Got to get rid of that. Get ready for summer. You know, I'm going to call it a little alcohol baby. <laughs> it's there, though. It's definitely there. Yeah, but like, we. Not terribly much to talk about, but like big news: Lamarcus Aldridge retired this morning. Yep, I that's a shock. Honestly, no one saw that coming. I don't understand how they didn't pick it up on his physical. To be honest with you, because no, but like if you read his um, did you read his uh statement, Aldridge's full statement? I'm too lazy to read it. Yeah, like I read, I read like I like kind of skimmed through it, and he said like that was something he had been dealing with, but it was ma- like, I mean, dude, there's a lot of people who deal with like heart issues to some extent. A lot of people don't know about it. it seemed from what he said, it seemed like he knew about it, mm-hmm. but it was something he had been able to play with, and then with the game, uh, I think it was Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, the the tenth was the last game he played in. He uh, he said his heart was just like going crazy, and he knew he couldn't play with it anymore. Jesus, you see, like that type of stuff, you know, it happens so fucking fast. You know, even though you know you had it, but then <clears throat> you know, I mean, dude, it's uh, it seems to me like he knew he had it. That's the thing. Yeah. It's just if the, you think the Nets knew, yeah, Nets, we weren't yeah. signed them at all. I would have went after Drummond, even though he was more money. Drum, what? A, like it doesn't matter. The Nets still they had enough. Uh, they had a mid-level exception could go up to four million. What did uh, like a smaller deal since it's like towards the end of the season anyway? Like money wasn't an issue. Yeah, so like they had the they had the space to do it. I, I mean, like what? I think I I like the Aldridge side. Like I would have I liked Aldridge over Drummond. I mean, like no, it wasn't public news. But also, dude, when there's when there's an acquisition to a team, they have to when a player changes teams, whether it be trade or buyout, they have to go through a physical. What I'm saying. So like they definitely knew it, and it's pro- it was like if he if Aldridge knew it was on his file, and he had probably been playing with it for at least a year or so, I'd imagine. So it's something they knew about, and the fact that he like if he knew about it and was playing with it, he probably was like, "All right, the doc like the doctors probably said he was okay to play with it, as long as it doesn't flare up. It flared up, and then he decided, "All right, I don't feel safe doing it. I don't want to play 15 years in the league, seven All Stars. Um, I mean, he had he had a hell of a career. One of I think nine players with over 19,000 career points, 9,000 rebounds." Oh, no, I mean, all right, next question. Hall of Fame? I mean, I don't... <laughs> stumped you on that one. Not, like, stump me. It's just, like... He, like, I, I would say he's borderline. I mean... As far like just because we kind of talked about Julian Edelman in the Hall of Fame last week, and like the only reason Edelman's in the like considered to be in the Hall of Fame is because of the championships. Yeah, and the playoff career that he had. 
And like Aldridge had like made it to the playoffs. He didn't win because he's not like the he was more like a first second option, but not like first second option that could carry a team and wasn't on true contending teams really. Like he got to the Spurs when Duncan declined and like Tony Parker was about to be out. Ginobili was retired. Damian Lillard teams, they had five, like really good teams, but that was before Dame really took it up to where to his Dame like what he should like really, M- really MVP scoring level, if you ask me. Um but so like I don't think he he had a chance to really win a ring because he probably got what to the second round at most. Yeah. I mean, I think it was the second round that most important. Yeah, but like, I don't know. He could, like, he has the, like, career statistics to be a Hall of Famer, but there's also players who have put up those numbers who, like, you wouldn't even think of being in the Hall of Fame. Like a Kevin Johnson with the Suns, who you probably don't even know about. Like, he was a guard in the 90s. I think ended like very early two thousands, but like I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Like great, great career. Yeah, I think he's just had a great career. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I wouldn't put him in the Hall. I don't think he deserved it. Now, if he had two or three championships, then yeah. Yeah, no, like that's no rings. I don't. Did he play on the USA team? I don't think so. Maybe in 08. Maybe. I don't know. Boogie was on one of the teams, wasn't he? I think Boogie was 2012. He might have been on that team, but Boogie. Look it up real quick. Now I'm curious on that one. Yeah, I don't think he. Yeah, I don't think he did. All right then, no, not even on that. No, he's not. He's not a whole fame. Not a whole fame, in my opinion. Then. I mean, being on the Olympic team, really, like winning one ring, wouldn't do it for me anyway. But it, I was, I was just like genuinely. Yeah, no, I mean, it wouldn't change my opinion, but I wanted to. Uh, I mean, yeah, just, just want to know. Get it to his resume, yeah, we wanted to know. Yeah, but I mean. Sucks for the Nets, but like I'm glad for him that oh he made the right like, nothing bad like nothing bad happened to him. Oh, yeah. and I saw like the Nets uh organization tweeted out something about how like five other former Nets players passed away from heart from heart conditions. Really? Yeah, like a lot of older guys, uh like Anthony Mason being like the most noteworthy player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I know, that I know. I don't know. I don't know. It was that man? Holy shit! Yeah, but they yeah. they were all like older guys in like the eighties, early nineties, I think, and like what? not big. None of them were big name players. Mo- I think one other guy, other Anthony than Anthony Mason, was like someone I had even heard of, to be completely honest. Hmm. But I think glad he's all right. Made the good decision for him being around for his family and whatnot. But it's definitely a blow for the for the Nets. 
because he was immediately inserted into the starting lineup and was putting up pretty good numbers, even though he wasn't getting like the amount of shots he's used to getting. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, um, blow for the Nets, 100%. Big blow for the Nets. Yeah. Now DeAndre Jordan's starting again. I mean, he, he had like 13 rebounds in the first half yesterday, which is like ridiculous numbers. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's loss, big loss of depth because just having, I mean, starting him as a big body was beneficial, more offense. And then just having the ability, like, oh, in a in a series against the Sixers, having DeAndre Jordan as your third big man, third option. yeah, third option. Bench, yeah. and then you could play Blake Griffin and spot minutes at the five if you really mm-hmm. wanted to. Yeah, well, Nets are back to square one, which is not really that. I mean, losing Aldridge is big, but like, bro, like they better win the championship this year. I. God. Like the thing is, the only thing that's gonna fuck them is that they all have not been healthy at the same time. Like the Big Five hasn't been on the court. It is the Big Five. It's the Fab Five of the NBA right now. So who's the, it's the Big Three? Blake Griffin and who else? No, oh, well Aldridge is gone now. So yeah, I guess it's the Big Four. I mean, Joe, like, Joe Harris. Joe Harris is more important to the team, like, than Aldrich or Blake Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it is the Fab Five of the NBA. You put JoJo in there. Literally, that's just disgusting just thinking about it. Like, you got three future Hall of Famers on the team. You got one of the best point guards of all time in Kyrie. You got one of the best scorers of all time. And Harden and KD. I mean, yo, just look at look at yesterday's game. I mean, like, I got home, like, I missed. I, I basically tuned in for the fourth quarter, and then like half wasn't really paying attention to it. But the Nets were didn't have. They literally just had Kyrie out of like all their big name players. Yeah, like, I know. Kyrie, Joe Harris, Shamit, and like the rest of the cast. But they ended up losing by two, three points, and Kyrie wasn't didn't play the, like the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. I know they lost by six last time. Yeah, but it, they were like neck, like they were literally within three points for the last two minutes of the game, and then I know, I know, like and then played the to, game. We got to see all of them on the court at the same time. So no, but like my point is, like you're you're Philly, you have a full roster. They had their full roster playing last night, and they barely beat the Nets. I know. Like, the Nets – bro, like, the way the Nets were playing, they probably would have – like, uh, like yeah, it's a game of ifs, ands, or buts, but, like, if you're a fully loaded Philly team and you barely beat the Nets without, like, their best offensive team on the court, because the Nets' offense runs best with Harden on the, on the floor. And then you add in Blake Griffin for bench depth and – Oh, a guy named Kevin Durant. <laughs> but like, no, that's that's my point. Like, they're like, yes, it's a one, like we're just going off of one game. But like, if you're a Philly, like Embiid was putting up monster numbers. Simmons had a good game. Harris played well. Like they, like that. That's my whole thing. It's just like you, you're not worried that you can't take down 
like a Nets team with a quarter of the roster, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you. Also, like when Simmons was on Kyrie last night, he looked he locked them up. One on one. Yeah, that was the whole reason why I didn't take the Kyrie uh, player prop, take him in the player prop parlay I was telling you about. But mm-hmm. I mean, he still went off last night for thirty-seven. Yeah, but like in any game, like in a seven-game series, you're gonna have what? I don't know, maybe fifteen minutes a game, uh, about like half of the possessions where Simmons would be on Kyrie. And then yeah. you have another half, but then you so like you have with the full team, you're having Kyrie, Harden, Joe Harris, Durant, and then I guess DeAndre Jordan starting. Who does Simmons guard in that situation? True. I think you'd have to put Simmons on. I don't even know. Simmons, I wouldn't know either. On Harden or KD, because I think you have to put Danny Green on on Kyrie just for, like, a better size matchup. Yeah, I think I would put Simmons on Harden, honestly. And then, and then who's guarding KD? Shit. Highest Harris? Yeah, I guess. Food? Yeah, I know. I mean, that's the thing. So, so many mismatches, man. I don't know what you would do. Or do they take Thibault off the bench, put him on Harden, and then Simmons on KD, or like, or switch that around, Thibault on KD? I mean, I think I'd rather Simmons on KD because of the size, because then KD's just sitting, taking fadeaway jumpers right over the top, and like you can't do nothing about that if you're yeah. a six five defender. I would just rather put I would put Simmons on Harden because he would, you know. Harden and Kyrie, all right, they have similar handles. You know what I mean? They're more with the ball movements, you know, with the hands. And Ky- uh, Simmons is able to do that, what he did with Kyrie when he was on him last night. So I'd rather it's either Kyrie or Simmons, or Kyrie or Harden, Simmons guards. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Uh, if you're a defense, it's a no win scenario. You just got to hope that Embiid goes for 50 a game. <laughs> Yeah, you got to hope 50 a game from Embiid, and, and Simmons got to score at least 25 plus. And then Danny Green's lighting it up from three. Yeah, no, but like my point looks to work. Yeah, no, but my whole point was it's just like you don't, like they barely won yesterday with the full team, and they're not going to be as, t- like, they're just focusing on Kyrie on defense. So, like, the offense isn't going to be playing as well if they're exerting that much. Energy on offense, on defense, rather. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get it. I get what you mean. I get what I mean. It's just, I want to see the chemistry, you know? Well, obviously. uh, Katie didn't play last night because of rest, correct? Yeah. See, like, I don't agree with that. He should have played. No, but like, no, the the whole, I think the whole reason he ended up resting the game against the Timberwolves was supposed to be Monday night. They moved it to Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, I know. So they're t- and like, bro, he's coming back from a hamstring injury off a, a ruptured Achilles, and the hamstring is. It was on the same leg. Pretty sure, yeah, but like the hamstring is also something I mean, that gets I mean, aggravated I mean, from yeah. coming back from that, from being so dormant. So whatever, that's fine. 
And I think he would have played had there been a day in between. But it's because they decided not to play Monday. Normally, I think he would have played, which is fine. Like, you have – and it's like, what's the point? Like, Harden's not on the court anyway. Might as well get KD healthy by the time Harden comes back, and he should be good to play. I mean, it was a 10-day window, and that was about half – a little more than half a week ago, so he should be back around Monday. I would say the latest, unless something's changed, and I haven't heard anything that said his timeline's any different. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, Zach Levine's out. Really? Yeah. What? Health and safety protocols. You're going to miss at least five games, they said. Sucks for the Bulls, because they're fighting for the playing spot. They're sitting at 10 right now. I like the Bulls. I like Levine. So, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's worth pointing out. I mean, I'm glad you said that so I know not to bet on the Bulls. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see uh, what the line uh, is now because the Bulls were plus four against the Bucks. Check it. We'll be right back in two seconds. Yeah, because like I saw a stat that the Bulls had covered something like eight in a row or eight and one, something like that. And Milwaukee – oh, wait, no, that was against – that was Atlanta. So, completely wrong team. Wait. Oh, the, I don't think the Bulls are even playing tonight. Yeah, yeah. I, don't think, I, don't know if they're not, I don't know if they're playing or not. It just came up on ESPN. Yeah, back. no, I, I got the Bulls and the, and the Hawks mixed up. The Hawks are – plus four, and they're the one with the streak on cover and whatever. Um, I mean, like, the only game I'm really interested to see is – eh, like, I, I don't find the Bucks interesting to watch, honestly. Who? The Bucks. Eh, it's Giannis, bro. But he, I, don't think, has he, I don't think he's back yet. He's still out? I think so. Pretty sure. Yeah. Looking it up. Yeah, I don't know. doesn't doesn't really make a difference to me, but um. Why the Bucks are playing Hawks tonight? Yeah, and then Warriors, Cavs. Steph's gonna go crazy again. Uh, Celtics, Lakers. Yeah. I mean, bro, if the Celtics lose again. Against a Lakers team that's without their two best players, but still playing very well. Like the Celtics are fucked, dude. They won the other night. Against who? Watching the game. Hold on. Unless I'm getting confused over here. So many sports going on through my fucking head. Celtics, they beat the Trailblazers by one last night or two nights ago. Yeah. Trailblazers, man. All offense, no defense. Um, they're not. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is in fifth in the East right now. Celtics. Yeah, twenty nine to twenty six. Fifth in the East, and as we've talked about, after the top three, there's a huge gap. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the top three is solidified. As the top three, it's just a matter of what order they're going to fall in. And then the rest of it, uh, four through ten, is whatever's going to happen. I love it, though. I love the dog racing it. I think my Knicks are going to fucking 
not have to play a playing game. No. I would be very shocked if they had to be in the playing tournament. And if I'm a playing team, I would not want to play the Knicks. Yeah. Me either. Me either. I think the Knicks are going to finish in the fifth spot. I'm pulling up the Pull up the strength of schedule on the computer. All right. Yeah, the Knicks are sitting at sixth currently. You want the uh the standings? Yeah, let's pull it up. Yeah, pull up the stand, the rest of the schedule, and see what predictions we can do on that. For the Knicks, you mean? Yeah. All right, I got the standings. Uh, Knicks schedule. Share this. Yeah, the Knicks are sitting at six. Hang on. We go to standings. But I mean, like you got. Wow, the Hawks really picked it up that much. Where the fuck have I been? Dude, they're they're on like a pretty big streak right now. Like when you got up, uh, I like mixed up the Hawks and the Bulls, but, like, the Hawks have, like, covered, I think, like, the last seven out of eight or eight out of nine games. Wow. Or it was out of there. I don't even remember, but it was, like, they're playing really well. But, I mean, you look at it. It's all it's all jumbled. Like, it's, it's one game between the Hawks and the Celtics, uh, game and a half with the Knicks, the Heat, two games. Or not yet, uh... Two games. Three. Three games with the Heat, three and a half with the Hornets. I'm talking about it's two. No, because he's – oh, wait, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, uh, like, there's a lot of moving that can be done. Like, the Knicks are half game ahead of the Heat to be out of the play-in. So, they're closer to the play-in than I actually thought. Um. All right, let's go to the yeah. next schedule. Knicks are on a full. Yeah, let's go to the next schedule. I want to predict the rest of the fucking. They got what does that look like? Sixteen games? No, something mm-hmm. like that. Sounds but like they're that. playing the Mavericks tomorrow. That'll be tough. It'll be a tough one. Um. Pelicans again. Next week, Pelicans last night. I say win. Hornets win. Hawks, that Hawks will be really tough. So, be a, it's gonna be a nice game Wednesday night, bro. That's probably my ESPN or TNT, eight o'clock game. The Raptors, good games. Uh, that could be a win. Fifty depending on which Raptors team shows up. Suns, <laughs> that's a loss. Loss. Bulls, win. win. Rockets win. Memphis should be a win. Nuggets, probably a loss. I'll give a loss there. Um, Suns, honestly, I'll give them a win. Split it. Split it down the middle. Um, Clippers, loss. Lakers. <laughs> um, Dude, it's, it's three o'clock on the dot. Come on, you know this. Um. Lakers, I'll take another win. 
Going against them. Spurs win. Hornets split it. Loss and Celtics. They got to win the last game of the season. So how many – what do we have, Matt? I didn't count the wins. I wasn't counting either, but, like, just looking at it, and they're playing they're playing a good amount of playoff teams, but not, like, upper echelon playoff teams. Like, the only upper echelon teams they're playing are the Suns, the Clippers, and the Nuggets. Yeah, and the Lakers. And the Lakers, yeah. Suns uh, twice, Clippers once, Lakers once. So that's five games right there. If they go two and three in those five games, that's good. If they go one and four, not nope. bad, but they just got to win more of the other games, less margin of error. But I think they that's a pretty easy like schedule left. Um, who else? I want to see. I'm pulling up the Heat schedule. Um, the Heat have us. Timberwolves tomorrow. That'll be a, that should be a win. Mm-hmm. Nets that'll yes. be tough loss. Rockets win. Heat Hawks tough. I mean, Spurs win. Bulls Bulls. Heat Heat. I mean, Heat, like the Heat have a tougher schedule. They got the Bucks, the Sixers, like the Celtics twice, the Mavericks, the Hornets. Spurs, Bulls, Bulls, Hawks, Spurs. Nets, Rockets. I'm talking about like really good, like good team. Uh, Nets. Yeah. I mean, like I, I think the Knicks have Knicks have a much easier schedule. Um, that I don't know, like it's. And then oh, let me just pull up the the Hawks real quick. The Hawks have the Bucks. Pacers, the Heat, the Knicks, the Hawks, uh, the Bucks, Sixers, Sixers, Trailblazers, Bulls, Suns, Pacers, two Wizards games, which will be tough because they're just an, an annoying team to play. Yeah, the Knicks, out of those, I think those are the two bigger contenders in this grouping. What, and the Hawks and the Knicks? The Knicks got the easiest schedule out of those two, out of those teams. I don't think they're going to fuck it up either, so. No. Uh, oh, yeah, real quick. So just throwing it back to my first blog, why I hate the D-Rose trade. Mm. When I wrote the blog, my boy quickly was third in rookie of the year. Now he's sitting at the most recent rankings I looked at. He's sitting at eighth. It takes minutes away. Takes minutes away. Yeah, like everything I talked about uh, in the blog was true. We're sitting at one. What? We're sitting at one. Uh, Edwards? Edwards, Halliburton, uh, Jay Sean Tate. Um, that's three. And then I forget. It was – and then like I forget who – Four and five were then it was Lamelo Wiseman, then quickly. Oh, they had fucking Wiseman over quickly. That's bullshit. And they still got Lamelo over quickly and Wiseman. 
Lamelo shouldn't even be up there. He's out for the season. Both of them are. Oh, why? Yeah, Wiseman too. Yeah, so why is he underneath them right now if they're not playing? I don't get it. Even though if they had better numbers before their injury and they're already out for the year, they should just be automatically erased from the board. My opinion. What do you think about that? Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, I don't know, dude. It's it's funky, but whatever. I'm not too mad about it. It was just like a fun future to throw in, like good value pick. But I just wanted to bring it up because, it, like, everything I said came in, like exactly true. Like, it just took minutes out of his hands. But like when he's pl- when he plays, he plays very well. That's the annoying thing. Oh, Rose, quickly. Oh yeah, I know. When he does get time. I know. I know. I think Thibodeau loves him, to be honest with you. Like, I, as but a – They're also trying to win games. In the playoffs, I don't He's hate not, it. I just hate it as a better. That's it. It's the right – Yeah, like, obviously. You know, no, the no. right move. Like, the team's playing well. You don't – if it's not no, right, don't fix it, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, no, I understand where you're coming from 100%. Yes. Want to talk about your Mets? You want to talk about the Luca shot first? Oh yeah, that was the other thing. I couldn't remember what it was, but yeah. um, that fucked that fucked my boys last night. I mean, and now it fucked two of them. One of them live bet, live bet. Um, Memphis. Uh, uh, no, live bet fucking Dallas at halftime, and uh, <laughs> and I wasn't there. One of my other boys was at his house. And right before Luca hit the shot, right uh, Allen was going to the line. He just got up. He's like, "Fuck this!" Like they, they lost that fucking that fucking sucks. So he got up, and then uh, and then he wasn't paying attention. And one of my boys was watching the game, and Luca hits the shot, and he starts screaming on top of his lungs. The kid turns around and goes, "Holy fucking shit! I can't believe that just happened." So he hit hit on a live bet last night on a couple of bills, which was nice for him, but. I can't believe Luca hit that shot. Allen also fucking choked at the free throw line. The, guy, yeah. the kid's a 91% free throw shooter, and he misses both those shots. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Pressure, bro. Pressure. And That's the, what all it came down to. It was pressure. This is where the foul game actually worked. Mm-hmm. Because, like, just in, uh, like, watching my basketball games and, like, I don't know, just watching – like Nets games, my dad hates when teams do the foul game. He's like, what is the point? You're going to lose. You're down seven points. But, like, it's worth doing it because in the off chance, it's probably at, like, sitting at under a 10, like, success rate or under 10% where the foul game actually works to, for the team that's losing. But when it works, it's fucking hype. And then you got Luca, who's – Make he's he's probably like would you say Luca's the best tough shot maker in the league right now? No. Who? Dame. But I mean, dude, like the that shot was one of the most ridiculous shots I've seen recently. Oh, don't get me wrong, that shot was fucking ridiculous. But the way if you really watch it though. He got underneath the defenders when they jumped. He went underneath them, and that's why he fell forward for the shot. 
he had basically had a clear shot when he released the ball. He did, but he's like his his left foot was barely behind the line. He's off on one foot where his entire body is ba- is in front of the three point line as he's shooting. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much a three point floater. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's still a very difficult shot, and like just to get it between the defenders. And to be able to make that so off balance, hell of a difficult shot. But I just brought the like I brought it up because also like all those ridiculous end ones where he draws the foul, like gets a defender in the air, draws the foul, and still able to make it incredibly off balance. Like you don't see a lot of players do, like I mean, it's the NBA players make those shots, but like he does it at a ridiculous clip, like throwing up bullshit end ones that don't hit the rim barely touched the net. I'm watching it right now on ESPN. Ridiculous. 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 But yeah, exactly what I said. He got right underneath fucking what's his face? Brooks. He got right underneath Brooks. Wide open shot. One handed floater from the three point line. He even shoot it with two hands, bro. Shot it with one fucking hand. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. My jaw dropped to the floor when I watched that last night. Dude, I was like I had like a movie on my laptop and I, I'm like, all right, this shit's probably clipped out I, I, I didn't realize, like, the ball inbounded. I'm like, Luca's probably going to do some crazy shit. Then I look down, and they're all celebrating. I'm like, what the fuck, Luca? And mm-hmm. then I saw it. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. Kid Literally, is bro. Absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. But, Joe, your Mets are on a, a hot streak. They took three straight against the Phillies. Yeah. I loving it right now. Sucks though, because the Grom was supposed to be on the mound today, and they got fucking postponed because it's raining over where the fuck you are right now in New York. So they got fucked, and I don't know what's gonna happen. They're playing Colorado tomorrow in Colorado, and they haven't announced starting pitching yet. I would love to see the Grom on the mound tomorrow night. Get five in a row. Wins. Top. They're right now the top in the East, um, which I love. Uh, they're starting to pick it up. Love it. Yanks are shit in the bed, but I think the Mets should beat Colorado. Colorado sucks. Um, they really suck. I just hope they put the Grom on the mound to start off the series good because I think they're playing Colorado one, two, three. It's a three game series. I think they should sweep them to be honest with you. If you have the Grom going, then Stroman, that's two right there, and then you throw maybe fucking. Peterson again in the third game, depending on what the rotation is. I just don't want the Grump to skip a start because, number one, I have him in fantasy because that's going to fuck me. That's 25-plus points that I need. Uh, so that would fuck me if they skip a start on him. And it also fucked the Mets because I want them to keep the, the train rolling right now. Yeah, I mean, not just for fantasy, but just for his momentum – and like as a pit, like they're creatures of habit. Yeah, they need to also get rid of fucking Familia. He fucking sucks. He sucks. I've been saying this for the last ten fucking years. Please get rid of him. Please, please, please get rid of him. But they don't. I don't know why they keep sticking with him, and they fucking keep putting him in in the fucking eighth inning. I don't know why. I don't get it. Who's the closer? I think they've been throwing. Diaz or Batanzas, to be honest with you. I think Batanzas should be just straight up there fucking closer. Hold on. I'm going to look right now. 
One second here. I mean, Diaz is pitching four games. He has zero saves. What the fuck? Patanzas is pitched only in one. Ah, Patanzas is hurt. Shoulder. I didn't even know that. God damn it. I didn't even know that. So who the fuck have they been throwing in the closing position? God. I don't know. They've been throwing anybody out there, I guess, for the closing. I've only watched only one Met game so far because of the block channels down here in Florida. I can't get them, really, unless I stream them. But uh, so at the same time, there's so many other sports that I'm watching more basketball right now. This is also so early in the fucking baseball season. Yeah. So, like, coming down to crunch time. Yeah, it's coming down to crunch time. So, like, I'd rather that. Like, I keep saying, like, talk to me in June with baseball. Talk to me in June with baseball. That's when you're going to know, like, all right, what's going on really and everything. So, that's what I look at it wise in baseball standards. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're rolling right now. I love it. I want them to keep the train rolling. I'm really tight that they didn't play today because I like that. I like when they keep a consistency going. And especially, like I said, with the ground. So, hopefully, they put them on the mound tomorrow night against Colorado. And they should sweep Colorado. Colorado sucks. They have nobody. So, hopefully, they keep doing it. Lindor's got to pick it up a little bit, though. 100%. He's been not playing well. I'm very disappointed. I'm going to look up his stats. Oh, man. He's hitting only fucking 222. He has only six hits on the season right now and one RBI. <laughs> like, he has six hits and 37 plate appearances. He's hitting 222. I don't like that at all. He's got to start waking up a little bit here. Yes, I know it's early and everything, but all right, Kyle, come on. We just gave you, you know, the highest pink source stop right now in baseball. You wanted the money we gave you. Stop picking it up, Lindo. Let's go here. Not everyone can oh, play in New York. Up really bad. Not everyone can play in New York, bro. Oh, that's a fact, bro. Straight up a fucking fact. Well, stuck him for 10 years, so we better figure it the fuck out. I mean, it, dude, it might take a year. Look at Stanton. He, he was terrible. Yeah, there was injuries, but for the first two years. I bro, mean, he's injury prone. Yeah, and... But I'm just saying, not everyone perform like when he was healthy, he wasn't performing while he like you should also like two different players though. Stanton Stanton could hit fucking 260, 270 and hit fucking 40 plus home runs. Lindor isn't like that. Lindor hits fucking 285 plus 30 bombs and drives in 90 plus. And a different player. Stanton's a power hitter. Lindor is like contact and he'll hit 30 plus home runs because he also has the power to do so. And that's the thing. Stan's just there basically hit bombs to be honest with you. It's fucking six six. 
Tank. 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 When I met him, he's, bro, he's fucking, I'm looking up like this, and this man's like fucking three houses wide, fucking jacked out of his mind. So, that's another thing. Who's your, who's the most exciting team in baseball right now? Boston. Really? No, I can't win streak. They're 93. Or 83. I think they're 93. They either won, they started off the season, I think, one and three, and then won eight straight, or they started the season 0 and three, and then won eight straight. Either or. They're the most exciting team in baseball. They're down 3 0 against the Twins. What inning? Bottom six. Mm. So there goes that streak. He just mushed it again. Mm-hmm. I, I can see him coming back. Minnesota isn't that good. Yeah, they're nine and three. Yeah, they're on a nine game win streak. So Padres also a very exciting team. They're gonna start picking it up again. And obviously fucking Dodgers, those cocksuckers. They have to be on – yeah, they're 9-1 in the last 10. They're on a five-year win streak. They're about to wake up. They're 10-2 on the season. They're the best team in baseball. No doubt about it. No doubt about it on that one. What do you think of the Rays coming off the World Series appearance? Lost a lot of guys. They traded away Snell. They didn't re-sign um, a couple of guys. Uh, where are they sitting at right now? Let me look. Six and seven. Six and seven. Yeah. They're a money ball team, bro. Straight up from straight up the Oakland A's back in the day. The modern day Oakland A's. That's what they are. I mean, they're a money ball team. They're gonna find their way to win games and they're gonna find their way to sneak into a fucking wild card spot, most likely. You know? But like when will teams learn that that doesn't win you championships? Well, they're not in a big market. That's why. They're not a big market team at all. Number one, they should not be playing in St. Petersburg. It should be downtown where I am. They should be. I should be 10 minutes from the stadium right now. They should be in Ebor City. They were scouting land to build a new stadium there. But I guess that, so I didn't read up, follow up on it, but I don't think it's going to work. Um, it would also be like a five, six-year project to do. Um when I first looked at it, which was last year. Um, stadium sucks. They don't have no fans that go to the games at all, even when they were in the World Series. You know? Um, yeah, I could see them sneaking into a wild card spot. They're, they're a game under 500. Like I said, bro, June. When June comes, like June 15th, that's when you're going to know who's going to be like, all right, this is around the time where you're going to start. This is moving time. This is moving time. Like in golf, it's moving day on a Friday. It's moving day in baseball, middle of June. Right. So, see what happens. See what happens. When I am happy, baseball is back. A lot more things to bet on on top of it. That is true. Try to start taking the unders and on innings in the first inning. That's where you're making your money in baseball, by the way. Yeah. Stats. Yeah. 
our boy Rico Bosco has been putting up props on the Barstool Sportsbook, just parlays of like three different games, the under on first, no, uh, like no runs in the first inning. Yeah. That's when you make your money in baseball. You got to see who's on the mound too. Like, bro, if you have if the Nats are playing the Mets and you have the ground against Scherzer or the ground against fucking um, Strasburg, or even if once Syndergaard comes back and if you have Stroman on the mound and they got they got Strasburg or Scherzer going, bro, you're taking the under 100% for a second. 100%. Throw a fucking couple bills on that and you're chilling. I'd be shocked if it doesn't hit. Be shocked. I mean, I mean the books are probably so adjusting and making it like – Heavy favorite. What? They're probably like putting it at probably like 160 minus. Something like that. But yeah, so you bet more money than to win. And it's most likely going to hit. I bet it hits 70%, 65% of the time. I like those odds. I like those odds a lot. Got anything else? Nah, that's it. All right, so I'll wrap it up there. Get back to you Monday night. All right, win your money, boys.